You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 202, Superboy Buried in Space. Welcome to episode 202 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today I am uh, Dad's birthday lad. I'm actually, I'm actually. You're not a... even trying anymore, are you, Paul? <laughs> no, he's phoning it in. What's up with that? I was, I was, I was trying <laughs> to figure out a way to. February. Spin. What's going on? <laughs> well, I, and I am actually a week early because my dad's going to be there. They're going on a trip to Europe uh, next oh, week. Your so. dad. Oh. Yes, it's my dad's birthday. And um, next week, and uh, he will be seventy-five. So it was a big one. So we had uh, we had a, sort of a little family shindig here yesterday, and because uh, um, my dad likes to keep it fairly low key, but we decided we would do some things that he enjoys. So we played some jazz. We uh, we had a, a beer and cheese tasting, and uh, mm. and and uh, yeah, he loved it. And then, I like both of those things. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it, do, you, do you also like Paul's dad? Sure, he seemed yeah. pretty cool the one yeah. time I met him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. We do. We just he did, didn't punch me or nothing. Exactly. Yay. Yeah, we did. Cool. We just did like a, a low key family thing, and um, and then uh, they stayed over, and so this morning uh, he got to he he played Lego for ages with the kid, and she was <laughs> loving it, and so was he, and uh, and it was it was neat because I because I was saying to Ella later, it's like you know he used to play Lego with me when I was little, and uh, and she, and she just finally understood the whole. Grampy is is daddy's dad, and, mm-hmm. it, and and you could just see her make that connection in her mind, and it was like, <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> Seriously, mm-hmm. it was awesome. Um, you but, mean there's continuity before I existed? Exactly, that's exactly it, right? <laughs> but 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 Scott, to the point on the on the beer and cheese thing, we do need to do this because it yes. it, it was awesome, and so we should uh, we should set up a night where we could get together and do exactly that because it was really really cool. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's me. Yay! <laughs> and I am Darren Noel, and I am angry iTunes dude because I am busily <laughs> oh. trying to oh, read. You're not even my trying. <laughs> stupid, stupid music library for my stupid, stupid Dropbox error. And uh, anyway, yeah. I've, been, I've been ripping CDs like all weekend long, and ripping CDs is not a euphemism. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm. If you do it right. Well, you know, know. ripped a couple other things, but that's that's neither here nor there. So anyway, hey now, pair of pants. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) What the? (laughs) Darren's lost his mind. Again? Yes, yes, still. Yes, still. I met Kramer and uh, a couple weeks ago. I I was crossover kid. So I appeared on episode 21 of the Oncoming Storm podcast. What the what? I know. Everybody else is going on on other podcasts. What's going on here? Oh, look who's (laughs) talking. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Mr. ZP. Hey now, oh that's, that's, that's a total other thing. It has nothing to do with podcasts that. at all. Oh, wait, yeah. that. Oh. And that's not a guess. Um, the Doom Pod Troll cast, I believe, is what I'm referring yeah, to. Yeah, well, that's that's a whole other podcast that I am on. That's that's not the same thing as just whoring in on someone else's podcast. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Good. Well, if anyone so, knows about a whoring, Scott. Amen. <laughs> Hey now. So, so Matt, tell us about the episode of the of the uh, oncoming storm. <laughs> oh, uh, we talked about the uh, Doctor Who New Adventures novel, uh, Love and War, written by some guy that some comics fans may have heard of, Paul Cornell. Oh, Ooh, yeah. nice! Way back in 1993, I believe. Oh, 1993! Really? I remember those days. Yes. Yes. So uh, uh, check it out at uh, theoncomingstorm.libson.com. Nice. Very good. And I am Scott Coles, and tonight I am Picnic in the Park Kid. Mm. (laughs) We had a little picnic in the park to celebrate uh, my wife's uh, 
lovely piano that she painted. And, uh, yeah, I haven't gotten drunk in the park in the afternoon for a long time, so it was nice. <laughs> Almost two weeks. <laughs> At least two weeks. Since the last time the hey. other ways Well, in the, in, the in the park, Matt, in the park. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The last time was someone's backyard. Yeah, usually, yeah. <laughs> they had a swing set. Who knew? Who knew? I thought it was a park. So, Scott, what did, what did the... Um, because I've seen a lot, uh, like uh, I'm seeing these these painted pianos everywhere. It's getting a lot of press. Yeah. What what it's what is a, what does this stem from? It's an art project created by uh, a guy named uh, what's his name, Luke Harry. Carla is not, instead of helping me, she's just walking away. Um, <laughs> On your own, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's a normal. Who did night. the piano project, honey? What's his name? Luke something. Thank you. Thanks, dear. Luke That's Skywalker. Great. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Skywalker. Yeah. Let's go with that. Anyway, this guy was uh, he was <laughs> doing a, a project for London, I guess. Okay. And uh, it involves an orchestra in and hot air balloons going over the city and blasting music down. Oh, cool. But unfortunately, London being what it is, the, the fog was so great that no one ever actually saw the balloons. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the weather was too bad to send the orchestra up. Okay, so so when that fell through, they were like, okay, you've got three weeks to come up with another project. Yeah. Right, so he had to pay all the, pay the orchestra anyway and the balloon rentals, so he didn't have a lot of money left. So he's like, okay, well, I've got to come up with something that's reasonably cheap and uh, <laughs> can be done in three weeks. So basically what ended up happening was him coming up with this idea of the uh, Play Me, I'm Yours, which is... Piano is painted by artists, and they are put out in public places yeah. so that the general public can use them whenever they want to. That's what's so cool about this, because I, I, I was wa- I was down in downtown Toronto for a meeting the other a couple of weeks back, and I saw one mm-hmm. of them, yep. and um and and yeah, it was just like in the middle of a park, and someone was standing there playing it, and then uh, Bill and I get together every couple of weeks for uh, to to just like play guitars out on the beach, because uh, right. he works down at Chorus, and there was one sitting out there as well. Yeah. And if I had known that that was the idea behind it, I would have said, hey, play it for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And so uh, That's so cool. Yeah. So what happened was uh, Stratford has a summer music festival. It's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And they were looking for something to do. And they heard of this guy. So this guy's got a sweet gig now because all he does is he puts his name to it. Yeah. They get a bunch of artists to paint up pianos and it becomes his art project. Wow. I'm like, how, huh. how does that work? That's a good that's a good scam. I like that. I gotta come up with something like that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so Carla was uh, commissioned to do one of these one of these paint uh, painted pianos. So it's a blue leopard print piano, and it's down at the park uh, by Tom Patterson Island, Paul. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we went down there and took some drinkies and uh, munchies and stuff, and <laughs> hung out with some friends and nice. had a good time. Oh, that's awesome. So it's Luke Jerem. There it is. That's the yeah, Jeremy. Yeah. That's so uh, people who are interested in finding out more, it's uh, streetpianos.com. Yeah. And, they, and actually, they just met, they mentioned right here the uh, the Stratford, Ontario. Uh, Play Me I'm Yours is currently happening in Stratford, Ontario. In the first and there's a website you can go to, and it has all the pictures of all the pianos. and. Yeah. So even just streetpianos.com slash Stratford 2012. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll show you all that stuff. That's really cool. It is. So. That's where we were, and that's what we were doing. Awesome, nice. So, in the uh, in the realm of Legion news, there really there really isn't any. However, as I was digging out the uh, the issue that we're going to discuss tonight, I found something, and and the, and it really t- ties into something that's coming up, and that is, of course, I speak of zero month. What? Uh, uh, hold on. <laughs> I'm having a flashback. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Flashback? Oh, God. Parallax, Batgirl, walking. Oh, yeah. God. The, the crisis in time is over. In the incredible aftermath of Zero Hour, Crisis in Time comes Zero Month. As every title in the DC Universe for the month, 40 titles. Ha! <laughs> Pikers. 40. <laughs> over, <laughs> over four <laughs> weeks. Amateurs. From the from the uh, longest running de- detective comics to six all new titles is numbered zero. 
in Zero Hour Crisis in Time, everything you knew about the DC Universe changed as time itself was destroyed and then reborn in a blaze of power. In the course of this reality-changing event, many things have solidified, while other things... <laughs> uh, Not we... so much. <laughs> Thank so you. much. Um, while, others, while others have changed in the lives of DC's heroes in the world they inhabit. Looking at you, Hawkman. Looking at you. <laughs> and have. Primal Force. Oh, oh. Hey, hey, Primal I found... Force is awesome. It, it is. I found those issues the other week, and uh, that's kind of fun stuff. Um, well, it was in the box that I was lifting. <laughs> I see. Next up, Paul Reed's Xenobrood. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't get into that. That one didn't work for me. Um, not Hacker Files or Young Heroes? I liked the Hacker Files. Young, that was, was young Heroes in Love was awesome. Hacker Files was, 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 a couple, was a few years earlier, though. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Hacker. so, the world begins anew, and the Zero issues are the place to reveal who's who and what's what within the new status quo. Longtime fans are sure to learn something new about their favorite titles, and new uh, readers can get in on the ground floor as the new DC Universe takes off into the future. Plus, as a part of the Zero Month excitement, six great new titles are launched, featuring both new and familiar faces to enhance and expand the DC Universe. Following Zero Month regular issue numbering for DC Universe Comics resumes, picking up where it left off during Zero Hour, Crisis in Time, Zero Month. The beginning of tomorrow, and I'm reading this from uh, from Direct Currents number seventy nine. Um, so this would have been what? Uh, yeah, October of nine of nineteen ninety four. Uh, good days, good days. Yeah. October so what were the six new titles? Well, the six new titles were, of course, Starman. Starman. Never yeah. heard of it. Never heard of Starman. <laughs> Which Fate? Oh. oh yeah. Fate was pretty cool back then. Uh, what? Oh. Uh, well, we you were 14, for... so yeah. Well, hey, it, yeah, it's a good point. Well, I like books of fate when sorry, Giffen got involved. But, well, and uh, that was it was very different once Giffen got involved with it, but but yeah, for for me as a as a huge Doctor Fate fan, yeah, that um, first issue was just like uh, okay. every, every, everything everything about it was just was just evil to wrong. me. Yeah, it was um, wrong. Um, the other one, um, so Manhunter was one of them. Uh, oh, this not yeah. any of the ones that we know of from before. This was Chase uh, musician Chase Lawler who used occult secrets to open a ready for it, everybody Pandora's yeah. box oh, of terror. Oh, no. yeah. oh, that was releasing terrible. a savage primal archetype. That guy looked on... like a Leafield creation too. Oh, he was yeah, awesome. oh yeah, he was totally imaged out yeah. as I recall. And 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 the thing is though, it was written by Stephen Grant, and the art was Vince uh, Vince Girano, who was actually a very good artist. But yeah, yeah. it was a it was a but horrendous design. T- oh god, it was an awful <laughs> design. No, the costume was a product of the times. Yeah, and, so we've it, it was very horrible. Period. We've already but mentioned. Did, didn't Mark Shaw come back to kill that guy off? <laughs> God, I hope so. Probably. Yeah, he did. Did he really? Okay. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I think I so. so. I think um, that's how that ended for him. <laughs> so, so we mentioned. Ending. We mentioned Fate, and that was uh, Soldier of Fortune Jared Stevens, who comes upon the helmet of Doctor Fate. Um, John Francis Moore and artist Chronos, uh, Anthony Williams and and Andy Lanning. Um, you know, it's probably some. If it wasn't something that had completely demolished uh, Doctor Fate, it's, and and I mean, they had just finished a, a run on Doctor Fate that I really loved, with okay. uh, with uh, 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 William Messner Loeb's writing it, and uh, um, I think Scott Eaton was drawing it by the time it ended, and uh, it was a really really great series. And so well, that's I was, okay. Paul Jeff so Johns took care of Fate and JSA number zero, so it's all right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, <clears throat> um, well, actually, I think that was more James Robinson. <laughs> oh, was it James yeah. Robinson? Yeah, I'm pretty oh, well. sure. That Sorry. Was the first mm. issues. Um, Primal Force. Um, this so this was Doctor Mist assembling um, a little group of uh, of heroes. Uh, Tornado, which was Red Tornado without the red, um, <laughs> and um, Jack O' Lantern, uh, the Gollum mm-hmm. from uh, who had appeared in uh, Ragman at that point. Uh, claw, not the same claw, and claw. and and a new not claw the unconquered. No, no, and oh. a new hero. Now, if they were to redo, if they were to do that now, they would totally bring in claw the unconquered. Yeah, um, um, and a, a, a hero called Meridian, and so they were uh, battling the arcane menace known as Cataclysm, and there was a whole thing about like ley lines and and all sort. They were oh. they were really trying to get into sort of the dark mythology kind. Of, so the way I look at this one is is you know. 
this is sort of what what Justice League Dark is doing now. Yeah, in fact, right? Doctor Mist is in Justice League Dark. Oh, exactly, right now, exactly. So, yeah, so uh, pick it up. It, it wouldn't surprise me at all to learn that uh, that uh, Jeff Lemire was a fan of it. Right. So that one had uh, Steven Siegel and Ken uh, writing and Ken Hooper on art, and then of course was Rebels '94. Oh, Rebels '94! Uh, I was born to Rebel. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so this was, uh, of course, um, L-E-G-I-O-N, um, th- who became fugitives because the child of Rildox and Stealth. Am I, am I remembering that correctly? Uh, yes. Rildox, um, <clears throat> um, basically, he, he took over uh, the, the planet that they were dealing with, if I remember correctly. And so they were going again so they were fugitives and he was chasing them around uh, and it was written by Tom Pear with art by Arnie Jorgensen and James Pasco. and I think we've talked about that in the past I believe so yeah and then of course the aforementioned Xenobrood which was only a seven issue it was, it was a seven issue miniseries Oh. Yeah, starring Earth's newest heroes springing full-grown from the ancient past when Dr. Zachariah Light discovers four uh, mysterious crystals in a forgotten tomb. From them, he frees four elementally-powered super beings, the Xenobrood. But hostile forces are gunning for him, and his metahuman discoveries quickly get their baptism as fire as they burst upon the DC universe. And that was written by Doug Munch with art by Tom Coker and Keith Aiken. So there you go. Hmm. New zero month. Oh, wait, I didn't. I, I just said um, Starman and I didn't read the little thing. It begins when a villain from the Golden Age exacts a terrible revenge against original Starman's head knight by killing the hero's eldest son, David. That would be Elder Son, wouldn't it? Seeing as he only has two. Just saying. Um, <clears throat> anyway, now only Ted's younger, uh, um, younger and rebellious son, I see a theme, um, <laughs> remains to assume the role of Starman, and the villain's vengeance won't be complete until the entire Knight family is destroyed. Oh, yeah. Written by James Robinson wasn't with... Oh, sorry? What? Wasn't that the mist? Yes. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. The mist. Way to spoil it for everyone, Darren. Yeah, yeah, it was totally the mist. Um, and it started a series that was, yeah, it was all right. That was awesome. Okay. Um, anyway, so that takes us through that. Uh, oh, wait, there were a couple of Legion books that came out. <laughs> One or two. With the time stream resto- restored, it's back to the future. Get it? See what they did there? The whole yeah. for the incredible Party. origin. <laughs> what did the Damn. Legion, did the Legion turn out to be assholes? <laughs> um, oh, kind of. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Some of them. Um, anyway, the free as the free worlds of the galaxy take their first tentative steps toward unity. Multi-billionaire R.J. Brand looks for a way to repay the universe for his lifetime of prosperity. When Brand is targeted for assassination, three superpowered teenagers battle to save his life, inspiring the wealthy philanthropist. Wow, did they leave like anything for people to read the book? <laughs> no. Why wow, bother when you can just read solicits? <laughs> Seriously. Right? You don't need TV I, I, if you got a TV guide. That's true. I, I actually I don't like solicit text too much. Well, I, they, I don't mind these just ones seeing a cover. Works, I'm good. Right? You know, I mean, because this is. I don't remember if previews was even around at this stage when they were doing the direct currents thing because I think that's where I was getting a lot of the information about stuff upcoming. But um, yeah. anyway, so uh, so yeah, I found that one, and on the other side, it had a thing about Sandman, the Gallery of Dreams, um, and uh, oh yeah, Sandman. Uh, Jonah Hex Two Gun Mojo was coming out in trade paperback. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, Shade the Changing Man was on its fifty-second issue. Uh, Sandman Mystery Theater was on issue 19. It was the uh, part three of the four-part The Scorpion. Uh, let's see what else was out. Vamps by <laughs> Elaine Lee and Will Simpson. Moonshadow by Jim uh, DeMattis and John J. Muth. Animal Man 76. So this was just after the, a little while, uh, I guess, well, I guess it had been... Um, Delano had been on Animal Man for a little while. Hmm. And um, Swamp Thing 147 was written by some guy named Mark Miller. 
I don't remember those issues being very good. No, no. And The Invisibles? I don't remember them at all. The Invisibles was on uh, <laughs> issue two. Which is probably just as damning a, an issue. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So, um, <sighs> Wow. Anyway, so that is a little bit of old news made new for you right here. Mm. <laughs> all right. So who's going to take us through the story? Oh, sure. All right. <laughs> Give me something to do. Fair enough. <laughs> Keep you out of trouble. Yeah. All right. So here we are in Adventure Comics number 379, April of some god awful year. 1969. 69. Oh, yeah. There uh-huh. you go. And we've got a spaceship. This looks like it might be a Neil Adams thingy, but I don't know who did the cover. I think uh, that Adams sure looks cover. like Neil Adams. Yeah. yeah. Sure. His, it's got his sort of scratchy line work going on there. So uh, we've got uh, Invisible Kid pushing the pulling the eject lever and shooting uh, Superboy out into space, a la Spock in uh, at the end of Wrath of Khan. <laughs> oh, spoilers! Oh, sorry. Spoiler for 1978. The needs of the few. <laughs> uh, there's a bald guy there with a Bible. I'm not sure who he is. It is. It is clearly he, the Bible, though. Oh, Bible boy. He, he's yeah, one of the, the new. He's a new member. He's one of the mutants yeah. from uh, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. The Apes. <laughs> <laughs> he looks yeah. a little like a miniaturized Watcher. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. I'm like, well, because. Invisible kid there, he's like, oh, we, the Legionnaires, commit Superboy's body to the depths of space. And it's him and who's the girl? Shrinking Violet. Violet. Yeah. The Shrinking Violet. And this dude. <laughs> so, I don't know. Not he's, all the Legionnaires. No. Oh, Not see. just the two of them. Just the, the way, he's, the way no. he's pulling on that lever, it's like, jackpot, baby, come on. That's right. <laughs> I bet I can hit that comet from here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, we open the splash pages. Karate Kid holding Superboy's body a la Crisis number eight. Uh, no, that's no, Invisible seven. Kid. Invisible Kid. Oh, Invisible Karate Kid's, Kid's dead. He's, oh, that's he's, right. There he is in the back. I see he's, him. Yep. He's laying on the floor. Like, like, like he got drawn by Giffen or something. Yeah. yeah. So Invisible Kid's holding Superboy's body a la Crisis on Infinite Earth number seven. <laughs> And uh, he's afraid that they're too late. Superboy and the others are deed. Deed indeed. Indeed. We have, a roll call. we have a roll call of Brainiac 5, Chameleon Boy, Chemical King, Duo Damsel, Invisible Kid, Karate Kid, Lightning Lad, Phantom Girl, Princess Projector, Shrinking Violet, Starboy, Superboy, Timberwolf, and Ultra Burr. Oh. <laughs> Is he a statue? Uh, not yet. It's hard to say, though. Yeah, I think he, we'll, have to, we'll have to see. Yeah. He's not in this panel. I think he's out watching cartoons. <laughs> Alrighty. I like cartoons. <laughs> Teletubbies. Um, <laughs> Legion headquarters. An eerie stillness pervades the structure. In one of the many conference rooms, six figures carve black silhouettes in the shadows of evening. <laughs> wow. This is very dramatic stuff. Oh, and look at the clock. It's five five to midnight, just like on Watchmen. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Every, everyone <laughs> stole right. stuff from this issue. I know, eh? <laughs> and we're only on page two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't imagine what else is going to happen. Why is it all so quiet? The answer comes as a seventh figure slips into the room, and he looks like a little, your basic uh, alien gray, big eyes, little mouth, bald head. What you've come to expect from an alien, exactly. like Paul the alien. That's yes, racist. totally. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, "Ah, I did it! I have stopped time for those in this place." So he was uh, hoping to get a chance to look over the legions, bef- legionnaires, before presenting his case to them. But his mental probing finds out that they've been poisoned Ooh. by the man who stands near them. Dun dun dun. Yes. 
Now they cannot help me. This could mark the end of the Searons. But wait, I sense something. I'm getting a mental picture. More Legionnaires. Woohoo! He's going to create a hole in my time warp so they can enter and see what happens. So in busts uh, Starboy, Ultra Boy, and Phantom Girl. Yes. Uh huh. P Girl. P Girl. Yeah. And hey, oh no, hey, everyone's hey. all out cold. <laughs> and the little brain dude says, yo, don't touch them. They're in a state of no time. They must remain so or they will die from the poison. He's like, huh? Ultra Boy's like, huh? Who are you? <laughs> we Sirons have no names. I don't care who you are. If our buddies are dying, you better do some fast <laughs> explainerating. <laughs> explainerating. Oh my god. I'm gonna get text messages over this. Okay. <laughs> so the Siron says, okay, I'm from another universe, blah da blah da blah. Far more advanced than yours. I could kill you all if I wanted to, but I'm not. <laughs> but we need your help. Isn't that always the way? Yeah. It is the way, yeah, totally. Uh, so he says, I'll cure your comrades if you successfully perform a small task for us. And Ultra Boy, of course, is like, Dar, how do we know you didn't poison our pals <laughs> and that you'll keep your word? See, I think the, the best thing about having Ultra Boy basically be Sylvester <laughs> Stallone is that that means Marla will be Burgess Meredith. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. does, that mean, does that mean Mr. T will scare him to death? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, because I said so. Plus, I can kill you all, and then I didn't. So that should be good enough for you. Mm -hmm. This guy is the one responsible. Pointing to the guy, we can't see his face yet. He's he's got his back to us, of course. So, uh, oh gosh. So Lightning Lad says, "You're our leader, Ultra Boy. (laughs) What do you say?" This is what it's come to. (laughs) (laughs) If our buddies' lives are at stake. We don't have a choice. We'll go. Folks, this teaches you a lesson. Please vote come November. Okay? <laughs> right. Don't do drugs. Otherwise, you end up with Ultra Boy. Hey, uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. They take off, and the, the great Sierra way north. guy. Yeah. Uh, they go to Asgard, apparently. Looks like on the, the rainbow <laughs> bridge there. Yeah, totally. That's a very well, they, did, they didn't rip this off. <laughs> no, no. no, not at all. So uh, he says, this is serious. We go to the Temple of Mines. Ultra Boy will have no case there. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, I can't go in there. <laughs> There's no door. The legionnaires are noting that they're the only ones in the streets and uh, they wonder why they go to the massive sculpture building called the Temple of Mines they kick Ultra Boy out and <laughs> no. here's the heroes I told you of Ultra Boy, Lightning Lad, Star Boy, Chemical King Phantom Girl, Timberwolf and Chameleon Boy they would know of our peril and they are in front of a council of uh, three dudes and the middle dude is of course the elder statesman <laughs> he's got a big beard even though he's... that's that's an awesome beard he that looks like an, an awesome... ice cream cone <laughs> it's it's very it's very bill and ted isn't it oh yeah, yeah. he's very uh he's excellent to each other <laughs> and party, party on, on dudes <laughs> So he says, okay, everybody who lives here lives in their own little house, in their little chamber. We rarely actually move. They all sit in auto chairs and the machines perform all their tasks for them. All they do is sit around and think and exchange ideas. So our sheer brain power has reached world-shaking proportions. Yes, we are the ultimate intellectuals. Our entire population is devoted to World of Warcraft. I mean... I was going to say, so they, so they sit around on the internet in their mom's basements all day. Yeah, it's all Facebook Aww. all the time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> These guys have memes that we would that would blow our minds. Uh, so, yep. Everyone's devoted to thought alone, except for us temple men, whose job is to oversee the machines that run our continuum, and in general, see to the welfare of Cirrus. And uh, the dude that brought him is like, oh, I'm so tired of this walking around like a sucker. Can I go back to my room? 
<laughs> Please. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so back to business. All our lives are threatened. Our entire system may be destroyed. We've been invaded by some malign intelligence in a neighboring universe. They look like uh, big bald cavemen dudes. They're pure physical beings, so of course they can. Uh, they can't seem to stop them. They can't convince them that it's a bad idea. They can't make them feel bad about themselves. So they go home. They're helpless against them. Hold on, hold on. The other guy stopped time, but they can't do anything about these guys. Okay. Because well, they seem invulnerable to any mental power. Uh, oh, I didn't know stopping time was a mental power. <laughs> So Ultra Boy can beat him. It's all good. Oh, Jesus. He says 90% of this game is half mental. Yeah. <laughs> the other 90% is physical. <laughs> and if I apply myself, I'm half mental too. <laughs> so the guys are uh, coming into the city, and if they actually make it to the city, they're just going to wreck stuff. It's going to be madness and chaos and uh, dudes punching other dudes all over the place. Dogs and cats living together. Yeah. Mass hysteria. Totals. All right. Okay, so we get to the point. We're here to stop those jokers. Yes, we only hope your physical prowess will succeed where our mental might has failed. I showed them my sweet beard and it did nothing. Uh, they set up a temporary base for them, of course. Here you go. Uh, you, I got to go back to council. Call us if you need us. Uh, Phantom Girl says, well, Troy, what do you think? Uh, I think we have a heck of a problem. Look at these tapes, Tinya. There's only a couple hundred of those sheets. Check, Chemical King, but look what happened when the Serons tried to stop them with their mental powers. <laughs> so they tried to stop them with, I guess, the time-stopping... Uh, field or whatever and they just sort of bust right through it but he tries to mind control him and he's they just pummel him to death <laughs> mm -hmm. he's dude trying telekinesis to throw him away but nope but he just keeps coming so here's a 3d map of the terrain there's the enemy force i don't know apparently they're building or their uh world is just a bunch of interconnected non-connected discs it appears to be, <laughs> or 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 they're just it's a real just a really big buffet. Yeah, I don't know. What's going on. <laughs> so uh, Ultra Boy's idea, of course, is to attack and oh, yeah. see what they're up against. So they say, "Well, we might as well wait for, wait for dawn." Yeah. He says, "It's twilight now. Let's wait for daylight." No, we don't have to wait for twilight ever. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, you do. Apparently, no, doesn't no. It, it never becomes daylight. It's always twilight here. It has been since they arrived. So those poor bastards. <laughs> really, yeah. They Nothing but twilight twenty four seven. <laughs> okay, so they uh, go to sleep to get some rest for Operation Recon. Mm. All we have to sleep on is chairs. There's no. They don't have any beds. He says, "I wish this was a bed," and suddenly, bloop. Like being at a con. To a bed. <laughs> Noish. No one's sleeping in the bathtub, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know me so well, Matt. <laughs> and P girl's like, aren't you going to bed, Joe? Hint, hint, wink, wink. wink. <laughs> and he's like, no, Tanya, not just yet. <laughs> he's like, you're worried, aren't you? Being Legion leader is a big responsibility. Worrying is part of the job. Just one wrong decision and blammo. She's like, ah, oh, we all know the risks. Accept them, just as we accept, just as you accept your authority. Dar, you're right as usual. Thanks, doll. I don't know what I'd do without you. I hope you never have to find out. And then they bounce. Fall down more. That's what he would do. Yeah. Bounce. <laughs> Oh, and suddenly Peeping Tom Lad comes around the corner, checking it out. He's like, hey, yeah, I'm trying to sleep. Can you uh, take it somewhere else? So they go to bed. Sleep ends when, hey, here comes Lightning Lad, and he wakes up, wakes uh, Joe up. 
minutes is morning or as near to it as we can figure. <laughs> so they put a shower on, cleansing radiations. It'll make you tingle all over. <laughs> you know. So I'm awake. What now? Egghead gave us this sky car for a transportation around Cirrus. Who's Egghead? He's the head Ciron. These guys don't have names, so we've invented nicknames for them. Vincent Price. Vincent yeah. Price was Egghead. Yeah. <laughs> he used to feed chickens onions so he could make eggs that are tear gas bombs. That's true. Yeah. He did that. <laughs> He's a smart dude, that guy. He uh, was. He was he was one of the most brilliant of the Batman camp villains. Let's absolutely. just face that right now. And uh, probably inspired Egg Foo later. Let's mm. just be honest about that. Maybe. Mm. So anyway, uh, they take this, this sky car out and they go to catch up with the marauders, the mindless marauders, but they're not mindless. <gasps> what? Great grondles. Look at the size of them. Move, you slow-witted hulks. We have many more outposts to take before we reach Cirrus City. But the officer spouts good interlac. Oh, no. Mm. Yay for interlac. Yeah, better stick around, Legion lovers. The action explodes in part two. <laughs> oh, goodness. Get a sheet. Get out. <laughs> the first two rows will get wet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, part two. Showdown on Cirrus. Ultra Boy goes, What? By the Sky Crane. The Sky Crane? Okay, you lost it's, a, it's an ad. Oh. Yes, it's uh, one of the Revel, uh, Revel uh, models. It's a really cool looking helicopter. Yeah. Ah, it's the, right. the largest, the United States' largest Skyhook, the Sikorsky Sky Crane. Uh, in 1969. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Interesting. Operators are standing by. I'm sure they are. <laughs> Still. <laughs> to this day. They're, they're, like, they're, it's, they're like, this is worse than being the Maytag repairman. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Totally. <laughs> Probably some woman named Pearl. <laughs> Still waiting for a call. Chew, chewing some gum. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, what do you want? <sighs> so they attack. Lightning Lad zaps one. Zappy zappy. And you get but full even full ambridge he's just stunning them starboy is of course weighting him down make them so heavy he sinks down into the rocks but he's still coming back oh no and uh ultra boy of course punches somebody and he does they don't let up and they don't get tired oh no and all of a sudden he's a little scream and oh no it's phantom girl He's coming for her. They must have caught her while he was, she was solid and knocked her out before she could dematerialize, of course. Because that's how you roll when you're fighting Finn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Finally, Ultra Boy wisely calls retreat. And they, uh, they all run off. They fly out. Well, fly off with the flight rings. Quick, to the sky car. Phantom Girl is hurt bad. Back to Sierra City, everybody. So they all get the they should, use the they should use the Sky Crane. That's yeah, right. See, they'd be they'd be all set. They would mm. be all set. But let's take a look at Legion HQ on Earth, where Invisible Kid and Shrinking Violet have just returned from a mission. <gasps> oh noes! They're all dead. No heartbeat. <laughs> no breathing. Nothing. They How didn't leave. It, they didn't leave a note. For did a heartbeat. They? He's looking for a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, hello. I don't know, but this guy doesn't belong here, and I'm betting he's responsible. But his weapon backfired. He's dead, too, even though he's standing up. (laughs) (laughs) And tears in her eyes, Violet's like, we'd better launch an investigation. CSI Legion HQ. Uh, For now, we'll send the intruder's body to the morgue and make suitable arrangements for the others. So these guys don't know what's going on. They're going to shoot all the bodies encased in crystal into space because that's how you roll with a hero's funeral. Don't don't they know they're only mostly dead? <laughs> Which means they're slightly alive. Slightly alive. <laughs> Not quite dead yet. <laughs> oh, hold on. Was that a Monty Python reference? Take a drink. Oh, it was indeed. Take a drink. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Okay. 
So the two Legionnaires have made what could be a fatal error. The consequences wait in part three. Oh my oh, god. Oh no, part one. three. Oh yeah, I know. Part, part the third indeed. Part two was like a page. Yeah. <laughs> part three. Help comes. Oh my. Too late. Aw. <laughs> uh, see, this means we have to skip over the super turtle story. There's there's no reason you should skip over super turtle. Well, I don't have it, so you go ahead. Bring it. Bring me super turtle. So super turtle is uh, walking down the street, and he sees a truck full of tomatoes overturned. And he says that he'll go to the rescue. And the uh-huh. cop says, Super Turtle, am I glad you arrived? Will you move this truck to the next street? So he picks up the uh, truck and flies away with it and comes back and um, and uh, says to the cop, well, it's on Elm Street. Why did you want it moved? And he says, we have to make a written report, and I have trouble spelling Kozdansky, Kozdanskyo Street. Well, that was worth it. Yes. Now it on to part three. <laughs> it's a little cartoon well, intermission. Yeah, it, amidst, it, amidst we get the doom and gloom. Detective Comics. Yeah. With uh, Batman arresting Bruce Wayne for murder. What? Again? God damn that, Bruce Wayne. Why, why don't we just stop murdering people? It's on sale February 27th. Okay, I'll wait for 69. it. <laughs> I can't wait. <sighs> Can we go to part three now? Please. Are you done? Your ads Never. and your fancy original issues and shit. Not yet. <laughs> All right. Well, soon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How will we know okay. it's <laughs> Then. <laughs> hmm. It's a miracle she made it back here, Egghead. What can we do? He's like, I ah, don't worry. Put her in the chair. Everything will be fine. So he puts her in the chair and it closes up like a Venus flytrap. <laughs> oh, and it's like it turns it turns itself into a healing chamber. Ten seconds pass, and then whoop! It opens up, and she's all right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. So, uh, Egghead says, "Okay, well, I fixed your broad. Uh, I'll leave you guys alone. You guys figure what you're gonna do next." Ultra Boy's like, "Dinya, Dinya! <laughs> How can I ever place you in such peril again?" <laughs> I don't know, you know, I don't want to want to place you in peril again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Time's running out, Joe. What are we going to do? Another strike of the enemy, of course, says Starboy. Say, no, no more attacks. They're too dangerous. <laughs> uh, if this 3D map is right... I'll show you my plan. Quick, into the sky car. Uh, so they fly around. There's a mountain, I guess. All I can see is Ultra Boy in red, white, and blue shorts with a Judge Dredd helmet <laughs> on his head. <laughs> okay, so there's a natural fortress. Mm-hmm. A box canyon. Oh. Or it could be with a little help. So they go down there and use their powers. Uh, Chemical King is speeding up the process of metamorphosis on the blocks that Lightning Lad cracks out of the limestone with his lightning. So he turns the limestone into marble. Uh, Timberwolf and Ultra Boy are taking the bricks and building a wall. Mm-hmm. And Starboy's removing unwanted obstacles by adding weight to things until they sink into the ground. So they're holes instead of uh, <laughs> rocks, I guess. Whatever. Hmm? Cam's like, is there any way I can help? He's like, uh, yeah, Cam. Take PG and keep watch from the ridge top. We can't be sure how close the enemy is. So they build uh, basically a castle. Little little mm-hmm. little castle wall there that might just hold them off. They're playing fort. Yay. Yep. Yes. So they're hanging out, hanging out, waiting for the dudes to show up. Next thing you know, ba-boom, there's a big rock comes flying into the castle. <laughs> ah, great spots of red great red spots of Jupiter. We're under attack. <laughs> The uh, main force must have taken a shortcut here, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So the dudes come smashing through the walls like they weren't even there. Because <laughs> that's how they go. Uh, the Legionnaires try to fight them off. Chameleon Boy turns into a giant demon thing. Yeah, Jovian Helgramaxis. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, you know, those things. And they're not scared of that at all. They're beating him with their clubs. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no! Chemical King's like, oh, I'll help. I'll use my chemical reaction power on me by speeding up my metabolism. I can make myself 100 times stronger. Really? Is and, that how that works? And not a crack addict, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the more dubious uses of his yes. power. <laughs> so he says, I can't do it for long, but uh, I'm going to do it. So he's kicking some arse. Mm-hmm. Ultra Boy is up on the uh, battle, the ramparts there, and he's like, oh, I gotta help everybody. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I don't know what to do, you know? I and mean, it's just, uh, it's kind of a mess. <laughs> just start punching. I know. Maybe if I punch them. So he does, and he punches them. And then he zaps them with his laser eyes, and they run off. Hmm, interesting. Luckily for them, it was only a small advance party. So they go back to the uh, temple and uh, Ultra Boy wants to talk to all of his people at once. He's like, use circuit three, put it on override. (laughs) So he's uh, saying, hey, the enemy's approaching. There are only seven of us legionnaires. We cannot stop that army, but you can. So basically he says, there's like a 10,000 of you and there's only like a hundred of them. Come on. Smarten up. So they all come out of their little houses, and uh, although I would imagine their muscles must be so atrophied, I mean, I, I don't yeah. really see how they could fight anybody. They just like, eh, eh. It winds up being a very weak wristed girl fight right there. Yeah, <laughs> more or less. So anyway, they uh, come out in their numbers and they just monkey pile on all the big strong dudes. <laughs> and, well, you would uh, know. Yep. <laughs> oh my. And of course they're triumphant. Dun, 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 dun. Hooray. Yeah. Dun, 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 Good job, eggheads. Dun, 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 dun. Without your inspiration, we would have been wiped out. From now on, we will never again neglect our physical development. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. And so they use their I beams to send the legionnaires back home. Yeah! And we'll send a thought force to lift the spell of timelessness and cure all within your headquarters of every infirmity. Of the headquarters. Mm. Yeah. Good old I- HQ. They get there and, oh, all the dead bodies are gone. That's not good. <laughs> uh, Ultra Boy asks Invisible Kid where they are. He says, oh, we found them dead and shot them into space. Isn't that what you do? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't leave a note. You didn't tell us what was going on. Come on. How am I supposed to know they ain't dead? We should have checked. Why, you knucklehead. Come <laughs> here. Uh, we need a miracle now. We're too late. Cam said we need a miracle. Let's go get one. Could it be Deus Ex Machina Machine? Yeah. It is Deus Ex Machina Machine. <laughs> so, of course, they use Deus Ex Machina Machine to bring back the Legionnaires, and then they get cured by the thought force of the Sirons. Mm-hmm. So everybody's all good, and Karate Kid's like, the one thing bothers me, who poisoned us? <laughs> some great enemy? Wardrew? The Time Trapper? Universo? Nope. Just some dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> His name is Alec Corlos. Time crook we arrested once. This penny ante thief nearly succeeded where the greatest criminal geniuses failed. But he didn't succeed. We got a call that he snapped out of his timeless state and was slapped into a cell. <laughs> Off panel. The end. Da, 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 da. The end. <laughs> wow. What? Yeah, we were we were sent, we were trying to warn y'all that these stories get kind of well <laughs> bad from here on. I was expecting at least Ron Carr something. Jesus. <laughs> no, <laughs> not even Ron Carr, sir. Oh Sorry. man, Ron Carr's still in jail from the. Like six issues ago. <laughs> That's terrible. It takes just more than turning dude. in the paper to get out of. He's just some up. small time crook, and you know what? That um, don't know that he ever showed up again. He doesn't. He doesn't. Every dog has his day. That's all you can that say. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So yeah, he was uh, of course revealed to be Alec Corlo, a um, small-time criminal, and in a big-time world. And the miracle machine is extremely easy to access, even when it's in Innertron. <laughs> yeah. What, what happened to that part of it? Well, yes. Apparently, that doesn't matter. That happened off-panel, right? Oh, they they broke it, or yeah. Element Lad so, came in and gave him a door or something. Uh-huh. Something, yeah. yeah. Something. So, uh, again, a little, a, little something, something. At some, something, something. at some point, that's um, yeah. At some point, that's going to backfire on them. God, I hope so. Because <laughs> oh, someone's hungry at the time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> speaking of Element Lad, he actually wrote uh, a letter into the uh, Legion Outpost, um, commenting on the realism of Bouncing Boy. Oh, wow! That was nice of him. Uh, if this is in the Legion Outpost, uh, he says, because um, I, I want to check these out because uh, it was it was actually one of my main reasons for grabbing. And of course, there's none of the big names, but uh, um, a couple of people have pointed out as we've done done some of the adventure issues, some of the 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 um, future writers and uh, and artists that have uh, written in. Um, so, anyway, uh, Jana Ra from Winthrop, Massachusetts. Who knew? Ah. Um, <laughs> said, uh, I would like to comment on the realism of Bouncing Boy. His power comes from the potion he mistook for a bottle of soda pop. It sounds simple, but here's how it would actually work. Every cell of the body is nourished by the food we eat. After BB drank the potion, the DNA in the cells produced a fluid in the body, enabling him to swell his abdomen at will, thus giving him... Hey, now. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Thus giving him the appearance of a rubber ball with a head, arms, and legs, and it gave him the power to bounce. Since the outer nerve cells, which normally register pain, are gone, he can bounce without hurting himself. But you have incorporated one mistake in your stories. You stated that acquired characteristics cannot be inherited. However... If the power one acquires affects the reproductive cells, one's children would have the same power. Unless the power is, is recessive, so it would not show up in all the children, but BB should have some children who bounces after he marries Duo Damsel. Crazy. And they said, uh, and then they, the editor says, not necessarily, since we've established that he'll lose his power before the wedding. And then he'll get it back, and then he'll get lose it. Well, it was in the Adult Legion story, right? Oh, yeah. Because keep in mind, at this point, the Adult Legion story was was carved in stone. Right, yeah. um, And so they weren't doing anything that contradicted it. And, um, yeah, so anyway, so there you have it. Um, And then someone someone from Japan uh, points out uh, that uh, Karate Kid shown greeting his master in Adventure 367, was wearing his boots and had not taken off his shoes. So, of course. How dare he? Um, the editor says, isn't it possible the custom may change in the next 1,000 years? Or don't you get a boot out of that explanation? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, I'm looking down at the... at the. Uh, uh, there's, there is one more ad that I do want to mention, and, and, and this is because it came up at work the other day. I was talking to one, to one of my buyers about... Um, you know the goofy things that because we have this book coming out that's got little little uh, army men on the little bases on the cover, and she was commenting on how co- uh, how neat it was to see that kind of thing on the cover. And I said, well, do you ever remember like they used to always have like the ads for like the little uh, and it came in a Footlocker of all yep. the little army men, right? And she's like, yes, and and uh, and 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 she was the one who pointed out to me that they used to have the um, American Revolution soldiers. In this case, they're actually showing the uh, the blue and gray, so uh, so Civil War stuff. Um, ah. And so so we were talking about this, and she was saying about how she and one of the other one of the other people that worked there um, at one point had uh, finally found a place where they could get sea monkeys and had ordered them, and they had a little thing of sea monkeys. Only lasted a couple of months, but they had sea monkeys, and so it just made me think sea of the monkeys. of these ads, right? You know, and uh, um, so yeah, here it is. So you can get the task force, which is sort of the World War II task force, and it looks like like you get four aircraft carriers, twenty four planes, four destroyers, four battleships, four headquarters, sixteen tanks with movable turrets. Woo! Love that. Yeah. Uh, 375 uh, markers, enough to record the massive bombings and shellings, and um, and so all of that was yours for a buck thirty. The complete game for the complete game and 88 extra toys, it was only two dollars. 
Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. That's a lot of bang for your buck. Seriously. It is. Seriously. Literally. Literally and literally. Uh, the, the halcyon days. And the last thing I want to point out is you can you can not only be the Marble King in your neighborhood for only 10 cents. Woo! Uh, you can also, uh, they also had um, a Batlash issue on, on sale. Batlash, oh. that dandy of the West. Mm-mm. Exactly, exactly. Who made a, an appearance again in recently in All-Star Western. So. Mm, Sweet. He did. They were opening up a brothel and he needed to decorate. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Take he got that him, rock, Got kid. himself in a little bit of trouble, let me tell you. Oh, no, no. He, in, this, in this story, he was very much straight. Oh, was he? <laughs> oh, oh, my. Well. Yes, far, far too much for his own good, in fact. Damn you, reboot. Damn you. <laughs> he was always he a w- bit of a Yeah, he was man. always getting in trouble for macking on ladies. He was, Come on. He, was always, he was always getting in trouble with that, but he was far too well-dressed to be a West. Guy, let's face that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he, you know, all, I mean, there's Jonah Hex, and there are exceptions to every rule. Are exceptions to every rule, like exactly. Scott's big fuzzy orange shirt. <laughs> that that is awesome. That is I, awesome. I, I tried it on today. Yeah, it oh. is. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have so if much. You ever at a con and you're looking for Scott? Just look for orange people. I I kid you not. Because it, it really isn't hard to find me. But sometimes, uh, there, last year, there was a guy who was stealing his his thing. Oh no! Yeah, That's but right. it wasn't me, so whatever. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, doing and doing it wrong, sir. You're a poor yeah. man. Scott has a little something uh, kicking around oh. for us. Hey speaking, now. Speaking of guys who aren't me. Yeah. Mitchell's back. Hey oh. now. And Mitchell has another set. One last set of stump the sub questions. This is the weird level questions. Weird. Tenzel Cam. <laughs> the, the matter eater oh, lab. Cool. Oh, okay. Yes. So. Uh, OG Legion. Okay. How do folks on Triton say hi? <laughs> folks on Triton. Triton. When did we go to Triton? I don't remember. Don't ask me, dude. Triton is one of the moons of Uranus. Hey, I'm, I'm not sure if that's the Triton we're talking about. I, I have no I, idea. I do not know. I... I I would not even hazard a guess. They do, they do a, uh, a a hula dance in honor of your presence. How about that? That's weird. Close, but not. if you're not on Hawaii, I mean, that's weird. Yeah. So. Apparently, the answer is they say yodle. <laughs> of course they. So they're back. Kungaloosh, everyone. Yeah. yeah so. That means All a Scientologist. Right. Oh. <laughs> In Legion of Superheroes 298. Okay. Who accompanies Princess Amethyst on her mission? Who accompanies Princess Amethyst on oh, her yes. mission? Oh, that's a... Um, yes. On her mission. Mission. There is... Oh. Um, is it the tall... Um, there's two people that are in that... Um... um the preview, and I think it's her tall, um, rocky like golem assistant, not that's Citrina, my, uh, the witch. That's my thought. I don't know his name, so but I can see him as clear as day. So, well, that doesn't help me because I don't know if you're right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he was possibly looking for a name. I have the yeah, name, probably. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what he looks like. I uh, couldn't even hazard a guess. Well, let me see. Let's, yeah, I know what me, I know. I know because he had like the the blue tunic or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. And we would think he has a, a some kind of a gem world ish name, but he's not named after a gem. I don't think. I think he actually has like a trollish, ogreish type of name. But oh, 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 oh. Um, or something. It's it's like, like Gark. Garch or something Garch. like that. Garch. Let's, yeah, something like that. Oh, you're so close. <laughs> oh no, that's the worst. <laughs> what? Let's see. I'm just uh, see, googling him to see if you are actually right about about what he looks like. I know I'm right about what he looks like, so that I know. Uh, yeah, I th- yeah, I think you are correct. Okay, so you know who he is, but you don't have. I know who he is, but I don't okay, can't remember. Yeah. Uh, Granch. 
Oh man, yeah. the big gray uh-huh. dude with a blue tunic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember That's... how long he was in it, but yeah. I think he was just in that. <laughs> He's got <laughs> three preview. appearances. Ooh, yeah, because he he one, he one got killed by Dark Opal. Yeah. Well, of course he did. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Who did? That's everybody gets killed by Dark Opal. <laughs> that was Dark Opal's thing. Take that, Dark Vader. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Opal actually killed people. You had to wait like twenty five years to. <laughs> hey, v- Vader killed a lot of people. Yeah, that, most of them would just work for him. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a great question. <laughs> that was a good, it question. A good question. Okay, it's a, it's a good question because we've off, we've often commented on how much we like the Amethyst series. So yes, yep. and I'm looking sure forward to sorcery very yep. soon. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, one last question. See if we can not be stumped. Fair enough. In Doctor Thirteen, Architecture and Immortality, oh. who does, it, who does oh, Infectious yeah. last fall for? Ooh, who does Infectious last fall for? Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Is it Anthro? He's kinda sexy in a Cro Magnon kind of way. I can't think of the kid's name. Oh, it's a kid? Well, it's not a kid, it's a I can't think of a name. What does it look like? Do we know? Your mom. Oh stop. Is it is it <laughs> oh is it is it uh I don't know if he is it the uh, I Vampire? Andrew Bennett. Andrew Bennett. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. It is not Andrew Bennett. Oh. It is in fact Captain Fear. Oh, oh it's, Captain it's the Fear. The pirate guy. Come on, of course you fall for the pirate guy. <laughs> this was this was slightly before the big vampire twilight craze. So yeah, this this is before uh, steampunk. So yeah, pirates. Were... It's a good point. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, looks like we're stumped. Congrats, yes. stumpage Mitchell. Good judge. He's how many beers do I owe this kid now? Come on, what's going 80. on here? You owe him eighty beers. Eighty? <laughs> Wait a second. I don't think I can drink eighty beers. Well, that once anyway. Well, I'm sure you. Yeah, but, but Mitchell works on the farm and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, he's oh, a, he's yeah. a farm boy. He needs he needs that fermented yeah. grain to get through the day. Come on, mm. let's not be stingy with the gifts here. <laughs> Leave us not be stingy, okay? It it's it's Kramer Christmas already, you know. So. Oh yeah. You know. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Tis the season, sir. <laughs> it's always the season. Indeed. This is true. This is well, true. That is that. That's, those. Those. That actually, Mitchell has come up with a lot of really great questions. So. He has. Yes. Those. Yeah. Those yes. were good questions. So, Grant. All right. It's gonna haunt me now. <laughs> Seriously, I I can't believe I got that close because I. Because I, yeah. I, I, I always I always mix him up with Brute and Glob from the Kirby yep. Sandman series. Sandman. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, so, so I guess that's where I got. I, I don't know how I got Garch. Like I, I can't believe I got that close. So close, yeah. Seriously. I know. It's like, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> he's oh, a big dude man. too. The picture they have on comic. Yeah, he's like there. seven foot five or something like that. Yeah, like, compared he, he to he looks bigger small. than that in this picture because she's looking directly at his junk. She's oh my! <laughs> and Amethyst is going to be coming over to uh, Justice League Dark. Think as well so. again that yeah that's that's that makes a lot i'm of loving sense. jl dark right yeah now. It's yeah great. no it's been you know i I like the first few issues and uh, i think the for me the um i vampire crossover kind of dragged it down a little it bit it did it dragged it but yeah. but but like the first two i've only read the first two lemire issues and they were just like oh this is what i was hoping for mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. do something yeah yes. yeah it's just yes. cool you know and yeah, lots going on, lots of fun, and uh, and bringing back all kinds of cool characters, and that's that's really neat. Even Johnny Peril. Oh yeah, Johnny Peril. <laughs> I know, right? That was Who's impressive. next? Captain Triumph. Oh, <laughs> don't don't tempt them. Captain Future might make an appearance. Who knows? Mm. Okay. 
Nubia. Crazy. Crazy. New- Nubia. Yeah. <laughs> that won't get any letters. Okay. <laughs> What's a Nubian? Uh, nice. Hey, Nubia is going to be Black wait, Panther's new wife in an intercompany crossover. <laughs> Hang on a second. You know what? I'm just realizing um, Kevin Smith references aren't in the uh, drinking game, and God knows we make enough of those. They right? Be. Yeah. And and Seinfeld references to confuse <laughs> and annoy Darren. Uh, I don't get them. I'm sorry, folks. I just I'd like my shows to be about something. Sorry. <gasps> you did not. All right. Yes. Yes, I did. All right then. <laughs> Comments Let, as. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Scott. Let's end this train wreck. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I was headed right there, sir. Comments <laughs> as always are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join the conversation on the forum that is forum.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where Electric Mayhem recently posted almost all of the funds that uh, that, that Darren Goodhart <laughs> said the other way. And um, you can also join in in uh, join us in in conversation over at our Facebook page. And to make that easier for you to find, facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com will take you right there. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can go to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble and head back to the 21st century, and we will see you all next week. I flooped the pig.